Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. We got a great Wednesday for you. Uh, we have Nick DiPaolo on. Very, very funny. Also, the the two objectives, I think, of this impeachment. One is to destroy Donald Trump. The other is to discredit anyone who talks about anything about Biden or beyond. And we explain that. Also, Bernie Sanders was in for um, uh, surgery to put a couple of stints in his heart. Jeffy, who's been with this program since, I think, around 2000, has has had that surgery recently. We talked to him about what it's like to recover, and he thinks that that uh, Sanders could be out for at least a couple of months. What does that mean to the campaign? We go through the financial update. We also go through all of the, uh, the polls. And... And also Donald Trump, did he really say, why don't we dig a moat and put alligators and snakes in it? I say yes, he really did say that. All that and more on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, a journalist, a guy who's worked for the New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, the Washington Times. I think the Times are the examiner. I think it was the Times. Um, He has worked for the Associated Press. He is an award winning investigative journalist who has taken taken in and done investigative journalism that took down, you know, uh, different policies on George Bush, on Barack Obama, uh, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump. He is an equal opportunity reporter. He is not someone who is looking for his truth. He's looking for the truth. He has, again, worked at all of the quote-unquote best places. But since he has started working on Ukraine... And telling the truth and doing the only real heavy lifting on Ukraine, he is being destroyed now in the press. And I want to show you how how Google uh, just destroys just destroys people. If you look for John Solomon now, you get the first thing leaked memo. Colleagues unload on John Solomon. Uh, the next one. Um, how conservative columnists help push uh, the narrative of Trump. Then you have articles from uh, the New York Times. Let me see if I can, let me add in Ukraine and John Solomon and see what else we get. Um, let's see. We get real, real clear politics. Uh, top stories. Rudy Giuliani. Trump is being framed. This document shows the Iranian prosecutor under oath. Uh, the Washington Post, Trump's anti-impeachment strategy is materialism uh, is materializing, and it could work. Then you have John Solomon, Ukraine, uh, colleagues unload, how a conservative columnist helped push the agenda. Uh, then you have a John Solomon uh, article there. Then um, another article from him. Then you have foreignpolicy.com, how a D.C. news site amplified dubious Ukrainian claims. Uh, then you have the New uh, Republic talking about John Solomon's role in laundering the Ukraine scandal. Um, Another one from The Intercept, reporters helped Trump spread lies about Biden in Ukraine. 
then the lawfare, uh, you have uh, a timeline of the Trump-Ukraine scandal, and it talks about uh, John Solomon in that. It, it, this guy is being decimated, decimated right now. Let me Let me read this. The clock is ticking down. Thursday, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. I will show you the facts behind the real story in Ukraine. Why was Nancy Pelosi so quick to change her mind on impeachment? The smoking gun, just not the one they claim. Join me on YouTube and Facebook uh, Thursday, 9.30 Eastern. Now, listen to the responses. Thank you, Glenn, for being a voice of reason in the midst of chaos. Um, uh, we always make our judgments based on the basis of incomplete evidence. It's like dark matter. We believe it, but we can't see it. Uh, then the next one, taking notes from Gorka, I see. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know how this ends. Biden did it. Oddly, let's see, um, uh, something about the GIF. Is there anyone else sick of people taking the story, which is officially documented, swapping the names around to fit their political agenda as if they can't even be bothered and acting like they're doing us some magical favor? Uh, Glenn Beck is nothing short of the onion, but with better pay. It, um, is it a coincidence that Gorka and Pompeo are both in Italy right now? Um, will this be like the time that you were going to replace the f- traditional 4th of July celebration with your wacky moon fest or your prediction that all U.S. <laughs> banks would be nationalized? Um, uh, let's see. Then we have, uh, yeah. People really listen to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Glenn, we're going to listen to your your bat crap conspiracy theories that have long been debunked. Searching for an audience, the tinfoil hats are on the edge of their seats. Um, was it a Saudi national? Uh, so if the team of Barack Obama and Joe Biden was not around in 2014, what would be the Vegas odds of Hunter Biden getting a job in the Ukraine be? That's a good one. Uh, dude, haven't you bankrupt your company yet? Or have you re-sucked up to the MAGA crowd to get their table scraps? Unbelievable. Uh, can't you just disappear in obscurity quietly? Anyway, it goes on. That and last one on. was mine. But. Yeah, thank you. I know. Um, it goes on and on and on. Now, is anyone interested in seeing both sides of the story? We've gone back and forth on whether we should include the media's spin. Uh, but I'm going to mention that we're not going to mention the media spin and the story from uh, the left because that's what you're getting everywhere. So take what they're saying and compare it with what we're saying. Is this country even interested anymore in actual facts? Or do we all just run to support, defend our team? The facts are are very, very stunningly clear on what's going on. Now, you might say that Donald Trump uh, did something that was uncomfortable or you didn't like, but it's not what he was he is being charged with. In fact, the evidence and evidence that has already gone to court in foreign countries shows this is a different story. It is. It is not remarkable 
to have people who are just trying to do their job today be destroyed. John Solomon is a good reporter. He is a fair reporter. He is a guy who has taken on both sides. He is a guy who has taken on investigative reporting against against the odds in more than just politics. He's a guy who has done great work and won many awards from the people who are now tearing him down only for political purposes. I'm not sure what the truth is, but I am sure of this. You're not getting it. If anybody is truly, if you truly care about the Republic, it's time for us to put this team player crap aside and call it as the chips fall down on the table. You call it as you see it. Balls and strikes. I'm sorry, but this one falls into the category of things that I don't like. This one falls into the category of things that make me feel good. They're both equal because they're both true. If we're going to save our country, we're going to find out a lot of things that we don't like. A lot. We're going to be embarrassed. We are going to be uncomfortable. And we're going to have to do things that we don't like. On this particular occasion, I'm mainly talking about those who are just blindly following the press. There was a survey that was out that shows that 60 or 70 percent of the American people no longer trust the press. That's good. That's good. But if that's true, how come so many people are being convinced by this same press? The answer is because they want it to be true. We know the press wants things to be true. It's why they salivate every time they have a new Trump story. Oh, this one's going to be it. This is going to be the one. This is going to be it. He's going to be out. He's going to be impeached. This is the one. And it doesn't happen. And they embarrass themselves. There's a lot of information that you need to know. We're going to cover some of this today, and tomorrow we are we are covering all of it. I also want to cover. I want to cover uh, today what Joe Biden did in China. Now I want you to know the special is not about Joe Biden. It's not. He plays a role, but that's not what this story is about. This story really is not about Joe Biden. And Donald Trump and the next election. This story is about the last election and the next election. And not what Donald Trump or Joe Biden were doing. Don't miss it. It's tomorrow night at uh, 930. It's on Ukraine. Please tell your friends. Have watch parties if you can. Uh, it will be on Facebook and it will be on YouTube. We want to get the maximum number of people watching it. So it's free. But uh, we have a, 
uh, special tonight on China and uh, the Bidens, which is amazing. It's the uh, China and Biden involvement in this scandal tonight at 5 p.m. only on the Blaze TV. Then we have a Ukraine special preview for the Blaze subscribers at 5 p.m. tomorrow. And then we go nationwide with everyone on YouTube and Facebook. And you can find that tomorrow night at 930. You're going to need to tell your friends because I would imagine we're already already going to be throttled down. I would imagine that Facebook and Google is not really interested in helping us get this story out. So you're going to need to find a friend because you're not going to see the notifications. You're not going to uh, you're not going to be alerted to all of this. And they will make it more difficult for you to find it or your friends to find it who might think the same kind of thoughts. So search it out tomorrow. It's on Facebook and on YouTube at 930 Eastern Time, 830 Central, Ukraine. The Democrats, Russia. Only from the blaze. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. If you like what you're hearing on this show, make sure you check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. So Nick DiPaolo is uh, a very funny comedian. If you're easily offended, he is not the comedian for you. Uh, He has a breath of fresh air. It's his special, available to watch for free at nickdip.com. Uh, he has uh, he has been nominated for Emmys. He has written for Chris Rock. He is really, truly one of the icons in uh, comedy. Uh, but I don't know how he survives because he is so very politically incorrect. <laughs> oh, welcome to it. Uh, Nick DiPaolo, how are you? Good, Mr. Beck. How are you? Good. So I just want to ask your your opinion on this. Um, Donald Trump, it's being reported today that Donald Trump said, OK, so you won't build the wall. Well, why don't we just build a fence and electrify it? And they said, Mr. President, we can't do that. Well, why don't we just put big spikes on the top of the wall that will impale them? We can't do that, Mr. President. Well, why don't we just shoot them in the leg if they start to come across? We can't do that, Mr. President. Okay, then how? Why Why don't we just dig a moat and put snakes and alligators in it? Did he say? He, did he say of this? Of course he said it. Of course he said <laughs> and why, it. Yes, and why is it controversial? Did. That's what I don't get. I think he's a fan of mine. I suggested all this in Breath of Fresh Air. I said, how can you have a discussion about an invasion into your country without bringing up lethal force? To build a wall is stupid when we have flamethrowers, machine guns, tanks. <laughs> That's what I said. And, and, and I said, uh, you he know. Probably he probably is a big fan of yours. I got uh, two words for you, landmines. <laughs> not, not, not ones like World War I that they were outlawed after that, but tiny ones that'll just take a foot off or something. <laughs> but, 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 but then, you know, you're going to have to watch your, you know, a guy cutting your lawn using a leaf blower with a limp. So that's that right. Be disturbing. Right. Okay, but good. You, if you're going to build a wall, okay, he actually, do you remember this? This is the best thing Trump ever said. They said, uh, well, the press said, well, a wall is medieval. And he said, well, well, the wheel is medieval. We're still using that, which is true. So he should compromise. Build the wall out of wheels. (laughs) But 
that's not going to work because then the hubcaps are going to be missing on the other side. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. See, this is what I mean. Oh, I don't know on. how you. We, uh... I don't know how you make it. I mean, it's perfectly harmless. It's comedy. It's the way it always has been. All right. But I don't know how you make it in today's world. Glenn, look. Okay, you can't shoot somebody if that's mid to medieval. Then, then come up with something else. A, a uh, you know, a super soaker filled with cat urine. You see what I'm saying? There's a million ways <laughs> to go about this. And if you're gonna build the wall, get get original with it. I, here's my idea: make it look like the green monster at Fenway Park. It's about forty feet high. Got those seats at the top. You put all the militia up there with their rifles. <laughs> every every time you, every time an illegal you know gets taken down, uh, there's a guy on the board that has to put a one up manually. <laughs> Trump just put up a crooked number on the bottom of the knife. So you know yeah. you you know who you remind me of? I mean, a uh, Donald Trump. Chucky Green. No, you know who you remind me of <laughs> the new president of Ukraine. You know he's a guy just like you. He was a comedian. He was yes. John Stewart, and. He, when he ran, he had no debates. He didn't. He didn't uh, push forward any policies. Right. He was just saying things like what you're saying now, and people were like, "You know what? I I think this government is so corrupt and such a joke. I think this guy might actually be good, and well, it's I turning think- out that he, he might be." That's a great segue. I'm about to announce uh, I'll be running in 2020. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be on uh, Pete Buttigieg's. Ticket, <laughs> really? I'll be, yeah, I'll pretend to be to think like him, and then I'll strangle him when I get in a room. But uh, no, Mike Pence already called me, and I think this might go down. This might go down. Okay. Oh, he loves me, Pence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think the top of the ticket might love you, but Mike Pence might. I don't see Mike Pence in you know in your show, uh, you know, anywhere in the audience. No. I'm, Could you uh, please stop smoking that fake cigarette? It's not fake. It's real. I just didn't light it out of respect for you. There's something smells in the studio today, like a dog died in the wall or something. I don't know. (laughs) Right. It's it's uh, it's like a cemetery in Ukraine. It's filled with stinky. So why don't you like this? So why don't you light it if you're because that'll cause the sprinklers to it's like Wrigley feel. I'll get soaked and then you'll have a good laugh. Okay. All right. My 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 manager's giving me crap with these headphones. It says it makes me look old that I'm you. And I'm like, "Did, did you see Glenn Beck? (laughs) <laughs> Makes me look, he looks like he looks like Kenny Rogers that gets stung by bees. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was in I was in your favorite part of the world. Uh, do we have to go to break? Do I have time? No, you have time. Uh, I, I you know great. I went to Salt Lake City, one of your favorite places. I I've never been to a cleaner place. It, it was freaking me out. I actually. I, I walked around after the show downtown looking for cigarette butts. I became obsessed. Litter. I actually spit, and, and I took a hanky out and wiped it off the sidewalk. <laughs> it, it was like being in my mother's living room after yeah. she got a new rug it's, and new furniture. It is, I felt it is so a little, uncomfortable. Yeah, it is a little like the place where they would put the plastic covers over the park benches. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it was, and, and the crowds were very white, whiter than uh, you know, the Osmond's teeth. It was very, uh, <laughs> very, I love it is my point. I, uh, it was like being a... It was like being in a, a Bush beer commercial with those right. mountains. and st- I would move there tomorrow, Glenn. I would, too. And I then would I too. went to – you love it there. They said you're there all the time. Yeah, I, I love it. I have a, I have a, a place Mistress? up in the mountains. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> – what did he just say? 
A mistress? Yeah. Yeah, I get all my mistresses in Salt Lake City. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I, I love it there. And, you know, the problem is it's becoming so high tech and all the people from California are moving in. And just oh, like Texas, no. they're going to wreck it. They're just no. going to wreck it. Put up a wall. Those mountains ain't enough. Alligators. You know, I was going to say, or alligators. I wonder if there's mountain alligators. Um, uh, let me take a quick break because I yeah. want to talk to you about uh, the the climate change craziness that is going on and mm. how we're all not supposed to eat meat. And yet there's a new study out that says, hey, by the way, everything we said about meat is wrong. OK, so I can't keep up with what food is good for you, what food is bad for you. Um, all these people have been saying that meat, that humans shouldn't be eating meat. Then please explain my incisors. It makes no sense. Uh, I mean, right? You I mean, still have your incisors? Yeah, right here you have them too, don't you? So I guess you didn't do cocaine in the eighties, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, all my teeth haven't fallen out yet. Um, no. But uh, you know, you, we're animals. We're animals, and to say that you shouldn't be eating meat now, maybe not as much meat or whatever, but all things in moderation. What are your thoughts I... on the new on the new? Put meat out of business because it's bad for you and bad for the environment versus, no, not really. All those, all those studies were wrong. They've, uh, we've had conflicting news on food and what's good, what's bad. If we're a fat country, if we're uh, – I'm getting mixed signals. I, I saw Bloomberg on the Internet a few months ago going, for the first time in the history of this planet, more people are dying from obesity than starvation. And I'm like, okay, what's your point? That's called progress. Would you rather, would yeah, you rather die because you ate too many quarter pounders or because you were a quarter pounder? You know? <laughs> right. Here's my, if that's true, more people are dying from obesity than starvation, then we're going to have to change those commercials you see late at night on TV with the little kid in the desert eating the bowl of mushroom flies all over you. We're going to have to replace him with a 400-pound Green Bay Packers fan in his recliner with chicken wings <laughs> on his lap, barbecue sauce in his hair. and if, Just $5 just, a month will help just, him not eat. For just five dollars a month, you can buy this fat pig <laughs> a treadmill, right. and for another twenty cents, a head of cabbage. He hasn't seen roughage since the Hoover administration. Look at him; he's got whipped cream on the bridge of his nose. There's, there's all this conflicting stuff. Then they come on. I don't know if we're a fat country or not. I see these commercials late at night. One in three Americans goes to bed hungry every night. Why? Stop off at the fridge on the way to the bedroom, stupid. I mean, what? One, one in five Americans doesn't know where the next meal is coming from. Yeah, neither do I. Could be Dining Dash, could be Wendy's, could be Tony Romas. I mean, uh, you know, I can't. I'm not supposed to eat carbs. I'm not supposed to eat uh, meat. I'm not supposed to have, uh, you know, salt. I- I'm down to, uh, you know what I had last night for dinner? Cauliflower and Skittles. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Skittles should be in there either. Uh, I don't know if you know that. Well, uh, tell that to Marshawn Lynch, the running back, the former running back. That's so, what he grew up on. It, have you tried this? Uh, what uh, is it? Weed? The no, the no meat. The what is that oh, thing called? Impossible, impossible Burger. Impossible burger? Mm-hmm. Have you tried that yet? Yes, it tasted like cat. <laughs> Wait, you know what cat tastes like? Yes, I do. I spent some time in Korea. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, in. Uh, <laughs> In, uh, uh, in did you try it at a restaurant or did you try it at Burger King? I got the recipe online. I, I try to recreate it. I used uh, I used weeds, 
<laughs> onions and dirt. <laughs> and it tastes like the same Whopper that it always did. <laughs> right. What a, what a lie that is. Are you really going to Burger King because you want to eat healthy? Your tub of lard. Oh, this is delicious. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Who wants a burger that's made out of, uh, you know, come on. You know, it's a, it's a, the, the, the Burger King burger is bad, but where did we have them here, Stu? Hopdotty was the place. Hopdotty, uh, local, yeah. local place here that we've had them. And they're actually really good. And my feeling what? on meat is yeah. if you can make it taste and, uh, and really taste and have the texture of meat, I don't really care. I don't care if it's made out of Skittles or grass You sound or like beef. a serial killer. <laughs> that was very creepy. I don't care what meat tastes like. <laughs> no, I put some A1 sauce on a girl's leg. I'm telling you, it's delicious. <laughs> that was very creepy. <laughs> hey, did you see? I love it, me. Hey, did you see that the uh, Swedish um, the Church of Sweden, I think it is. I can uh, already say no to this. <laughs> Came out and said uh, that the girl Greta Thunberg or whatever her name was. Thunberg, get it right. I love her. Do you love her? <laughs> no she way. has been uh, the uh, the Church of Sweden has just come out and said that she is uh, the uh, the reincarnation or something of Christ. She's the successor of Christ. The Church came out and said that. That might be true, because every time I see her on TV, I go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, did we talk about her yet? I don't think show? so. I don't because, think so. Because uh, what a ray of sunshine she is. Huh? Oh, my gosh. My, she makes Hillary look likable. Uh, <laughs> here's a story you didn't hear about her. Her parents took her to Chuck E. Cheese to celebrate her 10th birthday. Five minutes after they, they left, the uh, the clown shot himself in the mouth. Right. So the, <laughs> the, the, who's it who's at fault here? The parent, the media, the school, her? What? The 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 parent, uh, the parents. I I'm serious. I that's considered to me child abuse. She lost her innocence. Most girls, you know, most young kids are losing their innocence to like seeing pornography on the internet she lost her innocence to what you know studying satellite maps on the weather channel she's uh <laughs> she sees a funnel cloud and she's you know on the oxycontin five minutes later this is an unhealthy little girl but the, I, I'm but the whole isn't the whole society unhealthy when you have i mean you have uh, gavin newsom saying that he was humiliated oh, by the president on climate change what what in this guy? He, he imagine the gall on him uh, saying that he runs that state that is the laughing stock. There's people camping out all over the sidewalks and stuff. Yeah, he he excoriated uh, the United States and, and and United States is only one of three countries who actually grew their economy last year and reduced carbon emissions. He didn't even bring up China or India. Have you ever seen people going to work in China on the news? You don't see that many surgical masks watching a, a, a MASH marathon on TBS. <laughs> it, you know, and they had to cancel Little League in China this summer. The fly balls weren't coming back. They were, they were sticking in that cream cheese they call oxygen. And, you know, you see, like, squirrels with oxygen tanks. That place is horrible. Yeah. And, and he's yelling at the United States, and he doesn't even... He doesn't even, you know, 60, I think it's 50% of Chinese people smoke. And I figured out why, Glenn. They need a filter in their mouth. Right. Can you, <laughs> you, know? can, can you look this up, Stu? Can you look up the, uh, the deal the banks just signed on? The global banks just signed on to some glim- climate treaty to where they're not going to uh, b- borrow money or, or lend money to people who are, 
who are not in line with the UN uh, climate treaties. Can you look about, this up? How about India? He didn't. He didn't even bring up India. India has not only over a billion people, a billion cows. Now, cow flatulence apparently is helping cause. Right. They say it's warming. the number. They say it's the number one cause of of climate, uh, yeah. know, climate gas. And India has like two cows for every person. So tell tell President Modi to throw some Maylocks in those oats. <laughs> I mean, after these cows eat, you ever hear them? About an hour later, it sounds like a Louis Armstrong solo for 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, so. I, when's the last time you were around cows? I, I have a timeshare in Calcutta. It's a beautiful life. <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I, you know, wow, Gavin nice. Newsom. I, I notice. I notice. Gavin. He's yelling at the. You know. I notice. India doesn't have to have an app. They they have less dung in their cow fields than Gavin Newsom does on his sidewalks in California. <laughs> I, I don't. You know. I mean. I don't think New yeah. Delhi has a crap app to tell you how to get around the dung. <laughs> let I me mean, uh, let me change the subject here before we run out of time. Idaho. My career. <laughs> Idaho, Idaho <laughs> must pay. Your. By the way, you're listening to Nick DePaulo. You can find him at Nick Dip. Uh, he, uh, he has a, a show there and, but he, the, what he really has is fantastic that you should watch if you're not easily offended. No, even if you're, even yes. if it takes a lot for you to be offended, <laughs> yeah. you still might be offended. Um, I'm getting hate mail from serial killers about this. <laughs> uh, nickdip.com. He's got his comedy special, uh, uh, on, let me, let me, uh, take you to Idaho. Idaho has to now pay for the inmate who wants to switch gender they have to pay for that surgery according to the ninth circuit court your thoughts there's a few states i guess where your your taxpayer money is going to go for people transitioning first it upset me then i said okay if you're going to do that i have a say in how you look when you transition (laughs) you know what i'm saying if 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 i have skin in the game i'm going to say where that skin goes and what it looks like if I'm buying a pizza, I get to pick the toppings. <laughs> so I'm going to start, you know, a big chest, a, a heart-shaped bottom, high cheekbones, pouty lips. As far as the actual genitalia, as Obama said, that's above my pay grade. I'll let you guys figure that out. Okay? But right. I'm, just, I'm just saying. All right. Nick, uh, Nick DiPaolo from NickDip.com. NickDip.com. Uh, you, you, if you like to laugh and it is... Uh, and you are tired of hearing people uh, edit themselves? He doesn't. NickDip.com. Can, can yeah. I just say one thing? Please subscribe to my YouTube page, people. We've added 84,000 followers in about seven months. That's so great. Get, get on the train and please subscribe. Thank you, Glenn. You, you are the best, my friend. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. So it is fascinating to me uh, to look at the fundraising dollars and to look at some of the polls and how Elizabeth Warren is doing really well. Uh, And if you look at those polls and then you see that um, uh, Bernie Sanders had a blockage last night, had to have emergency surgery in the middle of the night. He is now going to be laid up for we don't know how long. He is doing fine. 
but I think this is going to dramatically impact his campaign and could take a lot of his people away to go to Elizabeth Warren. Uh, and especially if he endorses, if he drops out and endorses Elizabeth Warren, she is the front runner for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Jeff Fisher, who is all about blockages. I mean, who among us, Glenn? Who among us ha- doesn't have a stint or two? Right. Go among us. <laughs> yeah. you, you almost died from yours. Thanks for reminding me, but yes. Yes, you yeah. did. You yeah. almost Ten died. Ten months ago, yeah. Most yeah. people die from it. That's correct. Uh, and uh, you, for some reason, God kept you alive. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it really is incredible. With all the things he's done to his body. It is one of those, it is one of those things where you, when you first hear it, you go, there is no God. Wait, it can, why, why it can you, make yeah. you doubt. It can, it it can make bring you doubt. up doubts. It's like, yeah. that guy? You didn't take that guy? But you remember the plans are mysterious. Right. You don't always no, that's understand true. them. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, uh, this is fascinating, though, Glenn. So the, last night, Bernie Sanders is at a campaign event. They say he has chest pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the campaign kind of just blurts out this statement this morning. Hey, Bernie had chest discomfort, uh, had two stents put in overnight. We're canceling all events. Uh, for the yeah. for, for the uh, I can't think. foreseeable for future. foreseable future was it no, it was no. it was some term like that or mm-hmm. uh, an undetermined amount of time it's not like he'll be back in a couple of weeks the only thing they threw in there to try to downplay it was he he'll be resting for the next few days but here I would like to get your opinion on this Jeffy like I have a friend who uh, had a scheduled heart surgery that recently happened and and he knew about it three months in advance he knew the day it was going to happen he knew how long he was supposed to be out which was a couple of weeks yeah. he's a y- younger healthy guy uh, and it was really to try to fix a problem that was not like a blockage it was no, something it was that could develop into problems right, right. exactly okay. that's one kind of heart surgery your kind of heart surgery is on the <laughs> other end of this which is like you're having chest pain they come to your house holy crap get him into you're, surgery you're having a heart attack get him out of here now and yeah. that's, I mean, that's this is the bernie brand of it right yes absolutely right. it is they take you i mean you're having heart chest pain and they say oh uh that's a heart attack yes and they get you to the hospital and you get surgery right then so what he had when he had chest pains he most likely had a heart attack he was probably experiencing a heart attack, heart attack. yeah right okay. then yeah. because that's what the blockage used to be was we used that's what we used to just say was a heart attack you were blocked and then your heart would stop eventually and you just die drop over yeah right that's okay it. so they they like to get for a campaign first of all obviously we all hope bernie's okay i mean yes. you know oh my that gosh, yeah. goes without saying yeah but beyond that to the, to the campaign part of this mm. If you're if the scheduled minor heart surgery is a couple of weeks, you were out for I mean before you were like not just up and out of bed, but like functional. I'm back on a campaign trail level schedule. Right. How long would that have taken you? Month, month and a half, maybe two. Right? I mean you you're looking at uh, that you're looking at up and running and working and being uh, productive. That's a good month or two. Right? And that's that's, that's, if, why, you're, that's in, if you're in top shape. not shape. Which you know, obviously, I am. Yeah, you uh, are. Like right. others, oh, yeah. no, you're an athlete. But <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, the but you know, people like I mean, for instance, Mick Jagger, seventy five years old, had the, had the stents put in, and he was you know he was out for what a couple of months and working out with a heavy workout schedule to get back on doing what on tour, which is what Bernie would be doing. Yeah, basically right? so the same type. A couple of, of months, two three months. Yeah. And you and you know we joke uh, that you're 147 years old, but you're considerably younger than Bernie Sanders. Right. Uh, you know Sanders at 78. Now he's got a debate in t- 
two weeks, which yeah, you have to think right off the bat, there's no way he's he participating in, right? That's a first huge what development. What does it feel like, Jeffy, when you – are you just tired all the time? What does it yeah, feel you don't like? Yeah, you, you don't have any energy. You're just you're, – you're down. You're trying to get uh, – you're trying to be alert. Why you're is that? Because you would that. think that you would be better if you, they took – you know, when you, you take an engine and you blow all the carbon out and you clean an engine all up – it immediately starts to run really well. Why don't you feel well, your body, better? I mean, your body is running well, but your body has just taken a beating, okay. right? I mean, it's taken a big beating of saying you almost died. Yeah, okay. uh, it blood takes stopped everywhere. They take a, you know, they the way they get to your heart now is through your groin area and come up into your heart. I don't know if you know that, but that doesn't feel well. <laughs> um, just, I imagine. <laughs> Uh, that that's just that, that's just masochism from the doctors. They that's could totally crazy. go another way. They're like, no, we're going through uh, the groin. Yeah, Why through, can't yeah. you go through the neck? It's closer to the heart. <laughs> uh, I mean, so obviously, there's major, uh, and this is a major development. First of all, yes, are you going to v- vote for a guy who's already having the issues with age right. at 78, and then has a heart now surgery has issues. on top of it? How long does it take him to get back? We're only a few months away from Iowa. Uh, there are reports that he has now canceled all spending on ads in Iowa. Uh, does I this? Bet. I mean, mm. I bet he. I, I'd be hard pressed to believe that he makes the debate I mean, in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's weeks, no wow. way because if he if he not, does make the debate and he and he looks ill at all, it will it's over c- completely kill it. Right. But right. on the other hand, if he makes the debate and looks good, then that might that might, might save him. Might push back some of those concerns. But I mean, that's that's you're risking a lot there. You sure Can are. I ask you what all of our wives and your wife has been trying to kill you for years, Jeffy? <laughs> but what would all of our wives say? If we said, I've got a debate in two weeks, what would all of our wives say? No, Shut you, up. You're not going no, anywhere you're not near going. that thing. You're no, not you, going. No, I mean, you can he miss a debate and still be competitive? Yeah. Probably, Maybe. right? I mean, if he were to come back in a month and it was completely fine, I don't think missing one debate would completely derail the campaign. But, I don't think he was competitive in the first place. Well, I, I mean, think, still, there's a national pullout uh, today that still has him right with Warren in second place. Uh, so, I mean, he is to say that he's he has a base of support that doesn't seem to move. all. Yeah, that it much. doesn't grow. They're very loyal to him. Yeah, it doesn't grow. It doesn't get smaller. But if he signs that over yeah, to I mean, Elizabeth if, Warren, if you're Elizabeth Warren. All right. If I come in and talk, Bernie. Yeah. I mean, she's at the hospital talking to him. You know, maybe you ought to drop out. I mean, best uh, for your health. look, the, if he were to drop out today. And say Elizabeth Warren is the is the candidate that can bring my my message home. He's immediately the front runner in this race. She is. Or, excuse me. She's immediately the front runner in this race. Um, you know, he Bernie Sanders fundraising numbers just came out. He did 18 million last quarter. He got to 25.3 this quarter. Holy cow. Which is the highest number that has been churned, churned out by, I think, any candidate on the Democratic side so far. We don't have Warren's number for this quarter yet. Um, but he outdid uh, even Buttigieg's huge quarter from last time. I mean, the Bernie thing to me has been in decline this quarter. He's mm-hmm. actually increased fundraising, and he's pretty much held his poll numbers uh, largely flat. I mean, he's in probably a little bit of a drop off, but he hasn't. He has not disintegrated. If he can say to his really loyal followers, "Look, go to Elizabeth Warren. I'm going to be campaigning for her as soon as I feel better," but. My health concerns, I have to drop out. This lets him drop out without saying he lost, essentially, right? right. It was the health thing. 
you have someone who legitimately is going to try to campaign. I mean, she is a socialist, but you can say all the all you want that she's not. But she, she is, is. She is the only. She's just slightly more aware of what it looks like to say you're a socialist. in the Soviet Union. Right. And look, she was... <laughs> okay. Well, and, That's the real yeah. difference. She didn't go to Cuba yeah. and go, this is a paradise. <laughs> well, and the big... You're right. But to a bigger point, she, at that time, she was a Republican. Mm-hmm. This is someone who much has a much better understanding of a voter who might be in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so she'll be a socialist in policy, but she never says she's a socialist. No, she she's mm-hmm. aware enough of how bad that looks. Mm-hmm. If she, This is a major development, and it obviously uh, is massively important to the Biden campaign's you know, future. What's oh. crazy is, um, because I think she is going to be the candidate. I, I, I just incredible. do. incredible. I cannot believe that's happening. You will see that uh, you watch the stock market. As it becomes more apparent that she is going to be the candidate, you're going to see the stock market plummet. And on that note, uh, look up the screen down 463 points. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't wow. think I don't think that's because of this. Uh, you'll watch; they'll start pricing her candidacy in mm. as impeachment goes, uh, and as she grows stronger, if Bernie grows weaker, she will start to look like the candidate. And um, the stock, the, the the corporations. Did you see the tape that that uh, Facebook yeah. was leaked yesterday with Zuckerberg? Yeah, I mean Zuckerberg is like, we got to work to make this not happen. Yeah, I agree with him on that. People <laughs> yeah. are always so, talking Zuckerberg, wait, but I yeah. agree with him on this point. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Who are you working for? If it's between Trump and Elizabeth Warren, who's uh, What's Facebook going to do? What's Google going to do? Because Google, the people who actually run it, know she's going to break you up. She's going to break you up and take you over. Uh, And they don't like Trump. What do you do? He might not be that far behind. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be that 2020 is going to be the the hurricane of all hurricanes. You want to talk about global warming. This thing is going to get so hot. So good to see you again, Glenn. <laughs> you I mean, me. I'm glad you had me yeah. come in. I mean, well, I, I just, can I, we talk about my heart attack yeah. and maybe the end of time again? <laughs> that would be great. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.